Welcome to Magnetize Your Presence, The Art of Creating Charisma. Your host is Sheila Alley. In this program, we'll help you discover your purpose, passion, and power. We'll help you gain confidence, get the most out of life, and become magnetic. It's time to be the person you deserve to be, and the person to help you with that is the next voice you'll hear. Now, here is Sheila Alley. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Magnetize Your Presence, and I'm your host, Sheila Alley. You can reach me by email at radio at SheilaAlley.com, by telephone at 902-578-0509, and on my social media networks, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, and add me on Google+. And never miss an episode by subscribing to us on iTunes. I am so happy you're here with me today. You, my loyal listeners from all around the world, My intention for this show and for every show is to give you great information that you can start using right away, and it's also to inspire you to take action, because action is what makes things happen, and to make changes wherever they might be needed. So today, I'm going to be sharing with you the elements of charismatic people, what having charisma means, how to enhance your charisma, what holds people back from being charismatic and how being charismatic can improve your quality of life and create a magnetic presence. Now, that's a lot of stuff for charisma to do, isn't it? So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable and relax, and let's get started. So when you think of charisma, who do you think of? Just quickly, who comes to your mind? The people who come to your mind are probably leaders and celebrities, and the reason for that is mostly because they're in the media and you see them. But anyone can be charismatic. So just think about the people you know in your neighborhood, in your business, in your uh, work, in your career, who you might know, in your family, who is charismatic. If you can't think of anyone right away, just in the next couple of days, keep your eye out for charismatic people. And you will know exactly what they look like after this show. Do you think that, or ever thought, that charisma is a trait that people are born with? Because we've all heard about charisma. If you did, I want to let you know that it is something you can learn. Now, people are born with different personalities, so some might seem a little bit more charismatic. But it's certainly something you can learn, and that is the good news. Because charisma will help you in your relationships. It will help you with your friends, your family, your co-workers, and it will help you with your job. Big coaches, uh, big coaches, big companies hire coaches all of the time to help their employees to be more charismatic. Now, they may not call it that. They'll call it something else, uh, like being a better leader or a communicator or employee, but that's what they're doing. They, they're hiring peop- uh, coaches to help their employees do better and be better. So charisma will help you in your business as well, especially in your business if you're a charismatic person. And in your own life, if you're charismatic, you will feel more joy. So what does uh, being charismatic mean? When you're charismatic, from, a, from your point of view, if you're charismatic, you feel good about yourself. You can't be charismatic if you don't feel good about who you are. And one of the first things you might want to do if you don't really feel good is to start working on that. Uh, You feel confident in what you do and feel confident in who you are. And that shows in your posture and your energy. And when you're confident, you uh, walk 
with confidence and your energy. And what I mean by energy is just that feeling you get, that people get from you, is <clears throat> has a certain quality to it. And if you've ever gone into a room or been with people and you just think about it, there's some people when you meet them, you get that feeling of just love from them just automatically. Or you might get a feeling of uh, anxiousness or something like that. That's their energy. And some people are really good at picking that energy up and some aren't as good. But that's what energy is. So when you're confident, your energy shows And when you're charismatic, you don't second-guess your actions. You're sure of yourself, and it doesn't mean you don't make mistakes, but you're not afraid to make mistakes. And you see your own value. You don't compare yourself to others. And you let yourself be seen and follow your heart. So letting yourself be seen means that you do follow your heart. And if that means that you have to go out and do something you haven't done before, then you're willing to do it. Because you're not not scared of somebody uh, criticizing you. Because deep within your heart, you know that who you are. And when you feel good about yourself and who you are, people's opinions don't matter. So you take you're more likely to take risks and um, have more fun and have more joy. And the end result of being charismatic is you feel peaceful and joyful. One of the barriers to being charismatic is the imposter syndrome, and you've probably heard about this. And it comes from low self-confidence or self-doubt. And this is when you secretly believe that you're not qualified for a job, that you don't know as much as you should, and that, like the word says, you're an imposter. So um, if you also have that feeling because a lot of people do it's not uncommon uh, you might want to do some work on building your self-confidence and doing some um, um, work on it. like for example listing all the things that are good about you all the things that you can do listing all of your accomplishments and uh, just bringing to your mind just the person you are how what you've already done, that will help with your self-doubt and self-confidence. Uh, charismatic people have integrity, and without integrity, there's no char- charisma. And because they have integrity, the thing is, they earn the trust and respect of others. And there's nothing more important when it comes to your well-being than being trusted and respected. And when people have integrity, uh, I don't know about you, but I can usually tell right away that just in how they interact with me. And because I interact with so many people, I'm and then, like anyone, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So I can spot it really quickly, especially with my show and how I contact, when I contact people and how they relate to me. I can really um, feel that people who are uh, are in their integrity. So integrity means that you're true to your word. One of the ways you can be integrity, have integrity. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. Uh, and that means having, inter- um, it could mean having inter- integrity for yourself. So if you say for, your, that for yourself, I'm going to uh, get more physically active. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to whatever it is. If you do what you're saying you're going to do, it doesn't mean just for someone else. It means you are going to do it for yourself. So 
you're, uh, when you say, I'm going to do this for me, you do it. That's having integrity for yourself. And when you say you're going to do something for anyone else, it's the same thing. So if you say you're going to call someone at a certain time, you do it. If you're going to meet them, you do. Um, and if you make arrangements to do something for someone, show up. And if sometimes things happen that are beyond your control, that you can't help, but you can always, you know the right steps to take to um, alleviate any distress that might cause the other person. Uh, this happens a lot in dating, uh, where the person says they will call you. I'm sure you've all heard about this or probably been into this. Uh, some will say, I'll call, and they never do, and they just drop off the face of the earth. And usually that's just because they don't have the, they don't, they don't feel good enough about themselves to tell their, say the truth, that they don't want to do this or that they're not going to do it, so they lead people on. Um, a new term for this now, because it never really goes away, is called ghosting. Because it, with phones and stuff, it's called ghosting. I thought that was very interesting when I heard it. And the thing is, people show you who they are with their actions. So people can say all kinds of things about how good they are, what they do, and all this kind of stuff. But is there? it's actions that really show you uh, who the person is and if they have integrity or if they don't. So I'm going to talk about now the three elements of charisma. And the first one is presence. And presence is just as it sounds. It means being present. It means being in the moment, being engaged, listening, and understanding. And it also means being present with you. So you can be present with someone else when they're not not uh, when you're with them, or you can also be present with yourself. And that means paying attention to uh, whatever is around you, the task at hand. And you've probably heard stopping to smell the roses. So it's kind of like that, stopping to sell, smell the roses. So when it comes to being present with other people, have you ever been in a conversation with someone when you could tell they just didn't have their attention? And you know that doesn't feel good. And when someone... When you don't feel good with someone, you usually don't want to spend much time with them. And you don't, if you had to rate them, you wouldn't rate them very high. So would you want to spend more, more time with them? Not likely. And you don't end up feeling very good about them. So being fully present may not be easy if you're not used to doing it. Um, especially with the invention of smartphones, it seems that fewer and fewer people are really present and they're usually, uh, while they're with one person, they're talking with somebody else and they're distracted. So there's just something about that beep that makes people want to look. And um, I think there's some kind of a, an addiction to it, but kind of like they're, not miss- they're missing out if they don't look. So I don't know if you remember back, back when, when the phone rang, when it was just a phone, we didn't have cell phones, we felt compelled to answer it. And... Uh, it's just that ringing thing, that noise that makes you think you have to do it. But if you really thought about it, you don't. You always have a choice. You can let a phone interrupt or you can make it wait. It's a decision. You can make it work with you or work against you. So if you really want to enhance your charisma, first take control of technology and don't let it control you. And secondly, be a person who pays attention to whoever's in your company. Just think about how you feel 
when you're being listened to. So people really want to be recognized and acknowledged. And that's like everybody wants that. They want to be recognized and acknowledged. And you can really do this by by listening. And charismatic people do that. It's a really um, an art and very few people do it. So if you do it, people will notice. And the good thing is you don't have to be an extrovert to be charismatic. You can, you can be, but it isn't necessary. So you don't have to be the life of the party, but rather give your full attention to the person you're with. So I noticed that we're coming up on a break. And to all of you who are listening, I want us to stay connected. And the way to do that is get my weekly magnetic present tips. Um, it's a magnetism uh, tip that's sent to you every week in your inbox. And when you get that, you'll also get the seven-step magnetic presence formula, which is all in an easy, all the steps in an easy download. So go to magnetizeyourpresence.com, enter your name and your email address, and I'll send it over to you right away. And I will see you back here in two minutes. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello, we are back. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the elements of charismatic people, what having charisma means, and how to enhance your charisma. And I just finished, uh, I didn't finish, but I was talking about presence uh, being the first, one of the the first elements of being charismatic. And that uh, charismatic people are good listeners. And they make people feel heard and they, they do this by being in a moment 
by making eye contact and, and a few other things. So if you want to hear the whole show, you can get the replay on my homepage at Voice America. Um, but now I'm going to continue. And I'm going to talk more about presence and how a few tips about being present. So the first element of charisma is presence. And here are some tips, tips of how to be present. The first one is be in a moment. Focus on what the person is saying. So how do you do that if you're not used to it? You get into the story they're telling. You visualize it and be there. Listen to learn because when you do, you're engaged. And there's always something to learn no matter who you're talking to. And another thing to do is just be curious about what the person, who the person is, what they're saying. And always know that if you listen, there's a lot to learn. Make sure you have eye contact. Focus on the speaker. Don't look around. Don't look at your phone. Don't look anywhere else. Maintain eye contact and show your interest. Imagine how you'd feel, and I've been talking about this before, if you're talking to someone who looked somewhere other than at you, you wouldn't really feel that they're interested in what you're saying, and it wouldn't leave you with a very good impression of them. And don't make the mistake of looking in the direction in their direction, so you're looking at them and having your attention somewhere else and daydreaming because people can really spot that. It's easy to spot when someone's looking at you, but they aren't really there. Another way to show your listing is to nod. And you don't have to really think about that because if you're really listening, you're going to nod. Besides eye contact, an easy way that you uh, convey presence is through your body language. And Nodding is body language. And so when you're truly listening, you don't have to worry about it. It will happen. And also, when you're listening, you'll ask questions. And it stands to reason that if you're listening, you will have questions. And asking questions shows the person you're with that you're completely there with them. So, um, and if you're not a conversationalist, and if you meet people that you haven't met before, you know, in new situations, and you really don't know what to say, you can always say to them, well, tell me more about blah, 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 or you just said such and such, what did you mean, what did you mean? So, it's always good to uh, find out what the person, uh, like, get clarification on what they're saying, saying to you. Depending on who you're speaking to and with how well you know them, the questions could be different. For example, in a casual conversation, you might just say, well, that sounds interesting. How did you like it? How how did it work out? And I find that getting clarification is really helpful. Uh, It's really helped me in communication because you can never really be sure what someone means. Uh, And many times we interject what that person said with our own biases. And when you're aware of the biases of others, you'll probably notice it. And I I notice this sometimes, and when it happens to me, I always clarify. For example, the word nice. I might say someone is nice, meaning they're pleasant. It might mean they're kind. And someone hearing me say that might take offense to it because they think nice means being a pushover. This is just an example, but if you're tuned in, you'll notice if you said something that really wasn't understood and this is when you get your chance to clarify or ask for understanding. Now when you're with people and uh, you want to 
have good presence, you really need to be comfortable. And a lot of your comfort, your physical comfort, comes from what you're wearing. So if you're wearing something that doesn't fit or is too hot or it's itchy, you're going to be distracted. So just imagine you're talking with someone and wanting to make a good impression, but you're really hot. You won't be able to keep your attention on what that person is saying because you're going to be thinking about your how hot you are. And you could uh, actually start to perspire, which they might think you're nervous. So, Because um, people would can read those cues in different ways. So actually, uh, if for, for some reason you find yourself in this position, the best thing to do is fix the problem before you even get into a conversation. So if you notice this might happen or excuse yourself. And don't think about how you're going to respond to the person um, while that person is still talking. If you're thinking about what the person is going to say while they're talking, uh, you're not really listening. So, and if that person is telling you something that bad, something bad happened to them, and don't tell them about how it was worse for you. And being human, you will have the tendency to jump in and start talking when the speaker says something that reminds you of something else. So don't butt in uh, because they said something that you think, oh, I've got a story for that. Wait till the person's finished. And then you don't even have the jump in right away with a comment. Silence is okay. You don't have to fill the void. So presence is while you're in conversation, be in the moment, have eye contact, and really work on listening. And once you know all this, once all this is brought to your attention, like I'm doing right now, when it happens and when you get in that position, you'll think about it. That's a good thing about this. Now, the second element of charisma is power. Charismatic individuals are powerful people. And powerful in a sense that they have influence and credibility. They don't have to be a world world leader, a business leader, or a celebrity. However, they might be the person who lives next door to you. Or it can be you. And charismatic power, I want to tell you this, is inner power. It's not the kind of power you think. It's power that is uplifting, it's noble, it's dignified. Being able to affect the world around us, that's what uh, charismatic power is. When you can affect the world around you in a positive way. Unlike the power that is force. Uh, Charismatic power is a loving power. So charismatic people support and energize and they instill power in others. They don't try to take power from people. They try to give people power. Empower people. So powerful people get things done. And if you want to know about power and different types of power, there's a wonderful book by David Hawkins called Power Versus Force. And it really tells you all about um, power and the charismatic kind of power that I'm talking about, the kind that draws people in. And behind the uh, charismatic power The motivation for that is love. And charismatic individuals draw people to them like a magnet. So when your motivation is love, uh, you are feeling a connection. 
So you think about people as being connected. You don't think of people as being in um, competition with you. You think them uh, as them as being connected. And you also think about working for the greater good. So you want to help everybody. Uh, the more people you help, the better the world becomes. So that's the kind of power that you're thinking about. And when you increase your power, it increases other people's power. And that's a wonderful thing about it. And it's in a positive, gracious way. So it's being kind, it's being supportive, and it's seeing everyone all as one. When we see each other as our um, brothers and sisters, we see there's more love. So then you feel uh, you have more internal power which is the best kind of power to have. That kind of power can't be taken away. So how can you increase your power? First, realize, the first thing is to realize that you have what it takes right now to be powerful. You have what it takes to become a person who others want to be around, a person who uplifts. And a person who does that is a person who says good things, uh, don't say things that are bad, and they do good deeds. To increase your power, you need to like yourself. And next, after liking yourself, you really need to love yourself. Because that's where power starts. Before you can love other people, you need to love yourself. And you can start uh, doing some exercises right away to start doing that. Um, love, uh, and if you want to know some of that, you can just email me and I'll, I'll help get you started. Um, Boost your confidence. So if you want to increase your power, you need to boost your confidence. If you feel confident and powerful, others will feel it too. And that self-assurance gives you an irresistible aura that draws people in and makes them want to know you better. So putting the rest of these tips into practice will also help you uh, get boost your confidence. The next thing to do to boost your power is to be become physically fit. Now, you might wonder, what does that have to do with inner power? Well, the thing about being physically fit is that it signals to other people that you're disciplined and that you're capable, that you care about yourself, but you also feel better about yourself. The better You feel healthier, you feel you can do more, but you also feel better about the person you are when you when you are physically fit and that all everybody everyone can see that anyone who comes into your into your realm can see that so i have a couple of more about power um how to increase your power but i see there's a break coming up so um to stay connected with me, you can always email me, but uh, another thing you can do is to get my weekly magnetic present tips, and I send out a magnetism tip, tip once a week, uh, and when you get this, you'll also get the seven-step magnetic presence formula, which is all together an easy download. It's my gift to you for being a loyal listener. So to get this, go to magnetizeyourpresence.com, enter your name, your email address, and I'll send it over to you right away. And I will see you back here in two minutes. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello, we're back. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about the elements of charismatic people, what having charisma means, and how to enhance your charisma. And I'm sure if you just started, you'll want to hear the rest of the show. So just go to my homepage on Voice America and you can get the replay there. And you can get the replay actually of all of the uh, episodes there. So we were just talking about, uh, we talked about the first element of charisma is presence. And now we're talking about power and how to increase your power, which is your internal power. And the first way was to like yourself or to love yourself. So you start loving yourself. The second way is to boost your confidence. And uh, having more confidence, you can get this by, I think I said this earlier in the show, counting all of your accomplishments and what you've done. And just getting a sense of really who you are. Think about who you are and what you've done and all the good things that you are. Uh, and the next one is becoming physic- physically fit because fitness signals to others that you're disciplined and capable. And when you're physically fit, you will f- feel better because you can do more, but you'll also feel better about yourself. I guess it's kind of like that thing that you've accomplished, so you feel better. The next uh, way to increase your power is through clothing. Now, clothing is one of our strongest power cues. When Just think of when you see a, a man in a military uniform automatically think authority and dressing well shows that you have respect for yourself it shows that you care how you look it shows that you pay attention to details and that you take time for yourself so that's a lot of stuff to show just by how you're dressed and studies have demonstrated again and again that simply by wearing high status clothing is enough to influence people and that changing your clothing influences how you feel inside. Uh, 
for example, uh, um, they had some students wear white lab coats and in a in a university when they're doing their training and they how they felt and how they were approached was so much different. I don't have that study exactly, but it's something like that. So besides making others perceive you as more powerful, dressing well can actually make you feel more powerful and it will make you feel more confident as well. By feeling more powerful, you will act more powerfully, which makes other people see you as more powerful because people see uh, how you're acting. And you can create powerful body language. And powerful body language is when you walk straight and confident, when you walk with a stride, when you stand tall, and when you take up space. So taking up space is, in body language, it is not, I'm going to to give you the opposite now. If you have your arms folded, that means you're taking up little space. If you put your arms out, you're taking up a lot of space. It, uh, when you walk, um, how much... How much stuff you have around you uh, is space. So take up more space and create more powerful body language. And you can also uh, use space in how you speak. So powerful people don't just take up space physically. They also take up space in conversation. And unlike what you may have thought, maybe, you might have thought that powerful people talk a lot. Well, actually, they talk less. Because they're listening. (laughs) And by making their words scarce, powerful people increase the value of their communication. So someone who talks a lot and just nonstop, nonstop, people really don't care. I don't want to listen that much. But if it's a person who doesn't say very much, when they do speak, people want to, are more likely to listen than to the person who talks a lot. And to go back to the body language, uh, I want to, just thought of something. The, um, there's um, a woman, Amy Cuddy, who did a, a TED Talk, and she talks about powerful uh, body language poses, like the Wonder Woman pose, and to put your arms above your head, and how, and if you want to, you could do that right now, and just see how different you feel. Just put your, unless you're driving, don't do it, but put your arms up over your head, and just feel how much better, different you feel. So that is open body language, you're taking up more more space. Powerful people also take up space in conversations, and they do this with silence. Unlike most people, powerful people aren't afraid of awkward silences, and actually the silences aren't awkward for them, and they like it. When I did my coaching training, I was taught to be okay with silence. This is where I first actually got the idea of it. Because when you're helping someone and you've just asked a thought-provoking question, they need time to think. And if you try to talk and fill up the gap, like people who are nervous who are nervous do, the person doesn't have time to think. So the more you do this, the more you will notice how people want to fill up the gap, for one thing. But you will also notice that you will get better answers from people if they have time to think and they know that you're not trying to jump in there with 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 just words uh, so another way to um, 
take take up space in the conversation is to speak slowly. Speaking fast conveys that you're nervous and you're anxious because when people are anxious, they usually speed up the top, they get really fast. So speaking slowly conveys intelligence, thoughtfulness, and calmness that powerful people embody. So speaking slowly conveys intelligence, thoughtfulness, and calmness. So when you speak fast, it seems like, uh, like, you don't think people are really interested. So you have to get it out really quickly or they won't listen. But that's not true. So um, slow down your speech and uh, put space in conversations. So now we've, we've talked about the first two elements of charisma, presence and power. And now we're going to talk about warmth. The third element. Warmth is only warmth if it's authentic. It backfires when people can tell that you're doing something and offering it only to get something. And this is all for charisma in general. Charisma is something that you want to grow and have, but if you're doing it just to get something, it won't work. Because, like I mentioned earlier before about energy, people can tell energy they can feel who you are from your energy and they also know by what you say and uh, not by what you say sorry by your actions so when someone's faking it it's known genuine warmth comes from commitment with contentment with life and a real empathy and curiosity about people so when you, I mean, if you think about it, you surely know people who are really warm. And when you're in their company, you, it's almost like a warm blanket they wrap around you. You just feel good at being in their presence. So maybe you're like that now. Maybe you already have that. But uh, if, you, if you're not sure, I'm going to help you find some ways that you can develop that inner warmth. And the first thing you can do is to practice gratitude. You can start this by, and I've mentioned this before on other shows, you can start start this by having a daily gratitude journal that you write in every night. Actually, is the best time to do it is before you go to bed because you then after you've written down all the things that you're grateful for, it is just it's on your mind so you're it's something that you just thought about so you whatever's on your you just thought about before you sleep go to sleep it's more likely to be in your in so maybe in your dreams but it also um is with you during the night so practice gratitude and create a gratitude journal before you sleep every night put that gratitude out there and uh, the more you're grateful, the more good comes into your life. And it's amazing, but it works. It's true. So just practice gratitude. And the more, it doesn't matter what it is, just put it down there. Anything, like just for air, for good driving conditions, for um, nice company, for good food, anything. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Little things become big things. The second one is to develop to do, develop empathy. And this starts from our first element, presence. And empathy comes from like, really listening to people and listening without judgment. See people as being different 
because everybody is different and seeing and know that that difference is okay. It's okay to be different. And also knowing that we're all on our own personal journey and that we're all connected and we're connected for a reason and everyone has value. So when you look at people like that, when you look at people as being all um, with love, really, and you look at them as being all coming from the same place. We're all on the same journey, taking a different path. Everybody's at different points on that journey. So we all have, uh, we're all in different places, but we're all, we all have value. And when you look at people like that, it makes life, well, it makes you feel better for one thing. And then uh, it makes people, well, actually will react to you differently too. But most importantly, it makes life better for you. You feel better because everyone does have value. And when you emanate warmth, people see you as being approachable, caring, and empathetic because you are. And they're com- they feel comfortable around you and they feel understood and they feel taken care of. So that is uh, a wonderful way to start practicing your warmth from within is to practice gratitude and to develop empathy. So the motivation behind all this and behind warmth is love. So when you come from a place of love, you're going to get good results. It's just that simple. And I noticed that we're coming up on another break. So I want us to stay connected, and the way to do this is to get my weekly magnetic presence tips. And that is a magnetism tip that's sent to you every week in your inbox. And you'll also get the seven magnetic presence formula, which is great. You can, uh, it's all the seven steps and steps in an easy download. And it's my gift to you for being a loyal listener. So go to magnetizeyourpresence.com, enter your name and your email address, and I will send it over to you right away. And you can print it and keep it for easy reference. And I will see you back here in two minutes. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Make Life Work with Kathy Ellis is a mix of insights into human behavior about how we shape the culture and the culture that traps us and ideas on how to get out of our own way. Kathy has plenty to talk about from becoming true individuals to growing as a society. And she has some ideas for making business work, how family work, relationships work, and even how to get the kids to literally do more work. How to make life work. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. 
Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello, and we're back. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about the elements of charismatic people, what having charisma means, and how to enhance your charisma. And if you want to hear the whole show, which I'm sure you will, you can get the replay on my homepage at Voice America. So we're talking about um, presence as what the first element, and power as the second element. And then the last thing we just spoke about was warmth and how to develop warmth. And um, I mentioned practicing gratitude to develop to develop warmth and to develop empathy. So to love people and to think of everyone as um, being here and connected. And the next thing you could do is when you meet people, always think of yourself as the host. When you uh, go into... When people come to visit you at your home and you're the host, what do you do? You make sure that they're comfortable. You go up to them and you speak to them. You talk to them. You find out how they are. And it you make them welcome is really what you do. So when you're in a, say, a networking place or you're at a party and you don't know anybody, think of yourself as the host. And I remember doing this like a few years ago because uh, I had just learned about it. Then I thought, well, I must try this. And it really did work well. It was nice. I made, It made me feel good. So what I did was I went up and spoke to a couple of different people and just introduced myself and, and, and uh, we started a conversation. So think of yourself as the host and you can just, like I said, you go up, you talk to someone, you introduce yourself and then you start being curious about them asking questions about who they are um, and their hobbies what they like to do where they like to go things like that and then um, the next thing would be to compliment people and that would be like a sincerely compliment not just a compliment to get something in return Whenever you see people and um, you think something good about them, and this is another practice that I started, was when I, when I see something and I think something nice about someone, I always tell them. Because what good is it going to do to them if I keep it to myself? It's, I suppose it's good that I thought it in the first place, but it does a lot more good if I tell them about it. And they know... Um, then they feel good. So it's kind of like passing that good feeling on. Another, the next thing to do is part of being a host would be to anticipate the needs of other people. So uh, when you're, instead of just thinking about yourself, think about what this person might need. Um, might could they be cold? Might they be hot? Do they need a drink? What do they need? What can they? What do they need that you might be able to do for them? Sometimes that's nothing, but sometimes it could be just um, a drink. Um, I've not long ago I heard about somebody in that kind of position where they went to uh, 
a senior's home, and there was um, there was not they, there was no uh, restaurants in the area, and the people were there hadn't had a chance to eat. It would have been really nice, and uh, for someone to offer them food, which they did. So, um, and if they weren't thinking about the needs of other people, that wouldn't have happened. So, the next thing is to smile. When you smile. Just practice it right now. Smile. When you smile, you feel better. It just, just the act of smiling makes you feel better. And you're more approachable. When people see a smile, they're more likely to approach you. Um, and sometimes you can smile at people and they won't smile back. Don't let that worry you because sometimes people, you don't know what's in people's heads, what's going on with them, what's, you know, who they are. So just know that the fact that you smile at them, they can take that as um, it has an effect on them is what I'm trying to say. It has an effect on them, a good effect, whether they show it or not. It does. So keep a smile on your face. Um, Make people feel comfortable when you're in their company. And that would uh, mean kind of like before, uh, think of what they want that would make them comfortable. Don't do anything that you think would make them uncomfortable. As for other people, uh, when you meet people, remember your dates and anniversaries and details. When somebody meets you and um, you remember things about them that they told you, and the next time you meet them and they tell, if they told you a story, the next time you meet them, and you were really listening, of course, you had to be listening, and you bring that back up to them about, oh, how was such and such, or how did this turn out, how did that go for you, that is warmth and that makes you a more of a, a charismatic person also remember people's anniversaries and details about people so you can send um send them good wishes on their anniversary or you can get the send them a thank you note and it's a very good idea to send thank you notes to people when they've helped you when they've done something for you uh, it makes them think of you um, it makes them feel good and another thing to do too that has kind of stopped is now people usually send thank yous through emails and stuff but if you write your own handwritten note people appreciate that more it just I mean just think when you get something in the mail that comes from a person that's handwritten you're uh, you're going to like it a lot more one of the things that I've started doing lately too is my mother who's in a, a senior's home and she can't I can't really call her to talk to her because she can't hear so I write her letters um, every every couple of days and just you know day-to-day things so she can we can she can't really write back to me either so I just send her write her letters about everything that's going on with me and my kids and grandchildren and all stuff like that so uh, make sure you or I shouldn't say make sure but that's one of the things you can do to have more warmth with people is to remember remember them really and to remember what they've said uh, show that you're appreciating appreciating them that you uh, know they're there and people will just people like that so what happens is you spread you're spreading love around and when you spread love it gets bigger and you get more of it back. 
And there's nothing more. I, one thing I'd like to see is more love in the world. We can certainly use that. And it starts with one person at a time. So start by being charismatic. And being by that means by being the best person you can be. When I say charismatic, it means being the best person you can be by being present with people, by using your inner power to, with love, and by uh, being warm, being genuine, warm, and loving people for who they are, and knowing that we're here all together. And and this uh, <laughs> I'm making this a real love fest, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just want you to remember those uh, three elements of charisma, and that you can start today to. Uh, to build them. If you have any questions, you can email me and I will certainly help you out with that. And you can also start by downloading that uh, the seven step uh, magnetism uh, formula, which is still charisma. So I hope you have a much better understanding and that I've inspired you to take your charisma to the next level. So thank you so much for joining me today from all over the world. And I hope you do take my tips and strategies and apply them to your life and to your business. And I thank every, every one of you, and I appreciate you for listening. And I would also love to hear from you. So let me know if I can support you or if you have any questions. Uh, you can also, you can email me with your questions at radio at SheilaAlley.com. And you can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Sheila Alley Coaching. And you can find me on Twitter. I'm just everywhere at Sheila E2016. So I'm your host, Sheila Alley, and you've been listening to Magnetize Your Presence. Thank you for tuning in this week to Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. Please join your host, Sheila Alley, and another of her amazing guests next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ready for another magnetic event next week. 